500,000, that's a half a million applications for small businesses have been filed with the Small Business Administration since March. So in the last seven months, that's a half a million people that have started businesses. Yes, there are businesses that are closing. Yes, there are people who are losing their jobs. Yes, there is a lot of tragedy. Yes, there is a crisis. There's still a lot of freaking opportunity. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. Hey guys, welcome back to the Push Podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Eddie. And this is episode number 58. A special episode. Yes, it is. It's called Now's the Time to Start. <laughs> no, it's called Why Now is the Perfect Time to Start. <laughs> yeah, it's also a special episode because we're in a special location recording, right? We're outside on the patio. Oh, there's the train. Maybe yeah. you can hear it. We got kicked out of the house because Kayla is working on uh, recording some... What is she recording? I don't know. She goes to audition a th- videos. Uh, all, yeah, she goes to a theater. Art She's school. a theater kid, yeah. and she literally kicked us out of the house. So we had to move all of our podcast stuff outside onto the patio, and here we are. So yeah. let's talk about uh, why now is the perfect time to start. Why did we choose this episode title? Um, because we're in a crisis, okay. right? And so we have talked a little bit about it. For the last, obviously, you know, seven Seven months, months, Uh eight, nine months, actually, really. And, you know, we're in the middle of COVID. I feel like we're always in the middle of COVID. And I think that COVID has created a situation where we're seeing signs of recession or Mm -hmm. we're actually in a recession, which is different than any other type of recession, but a recession nonetheless. Okay. When you say it's different than any other type of recession, why? Well, because this is kind of like... The because of the fact that we've had to shut things down, mm-hmm. it's kind of a kind of an artificial or a manufactured recession. Meaning, like it wasn't due to just the the market itself having to get to a place where now we're seeing drops in the market because of other circumstances. This is solely because of the pandemic. Okay. Right. It sounds like you're like, ah, this is manufactured. No, is and what up. I mean by manufactured yeah. is- Are you it, one of those pandemic no, people? No. That's what you sound like right uh, now. And what I mean by that is it wasn't the market didn't create this itself, uh-huh. right? So normally a, a recession is is it's a normal thing. We see it about eight to 10 years uh, and we see the normal fluctuation of the market and we see a downturn of the market because of the fact that people have extended themselves- uh, in the marketplace when it comes to credit. And now it's time to pay back that debt. And so we see the kind of the the effects of that, which lead to a, a recession, right? And I don't want to get into the economics of it, but that is it. Now, this situation, the downturn is because we have shut businesses down and people have less income. It still kind of sounds like, not like a victim mentality, but you're saying like, oh, well, this has happened because we made this happen. There's right. lots we of people that are protesting against. We had to make decisions okay. to keep people safe. 
which meant we had to shut down businesses. We had to. I'm just trying to figure out what side of the fence you're on on all this. (laughs) I'm on the side of keeping people safe. But I also know that people's livelihoods are at stake here, Mm -hmm. right? And so whether you own a business or you work for a business, some people listening to this have been furloughed, laid off, and are very upset about this and frustrated, as you well should. But these are things that are outside of our control, right? We're trying Mm -hmm. to keep people safe. We're trying to keep people alive. And in order to do that, you have to shut down certain businesses. In order for us to get through this this situation where uh, people start getting better and we stop spreading this this disease. So for those that don't know, uh, the Cake Mamas was born in a recession. Uh, in 2009, we lost our jobs. We filed bankruptcy. We were definitely at the lowest financially we'd ever been. And I needed to do something to spark some creativity, to take my mind off of the problems, So I started baking, I started watching cake shows, and that's when I realized I was quite the artist when it came to cake, right? Yeah. And so there were two reasons why then it was a good idea to start a business and two reasons why in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic, end of a pandemic, whatever the hell, wherever we're at, (laughs) two reasons why I think it's important and a good idea to start a business right now, and that is necessity and opportunity. Okay. Okay. So necessity, my back was against the wall and I needed to find a way to step into something new. You know, we were applying for tons of different jobs. The problem was, so were other, so were 40,000 other people who were also unemployed in California. And so we're kind of in that same situation now where I heard on the news earlier this week, I think it was 43,000 people were laid off just in the airline industry alone. Yeah, and we're seeing massive airlines. uh, American Airlines let go of like a substantial percentage of their staff. And now these people have no, not only do they have no income, they have no benefits, they have no medical, dental, insurance. And think about that. Like it just breaks my heart probably because we've been on the other side of that, right? right? And if you're a single mom and you've got three small kids and you're already trying to juggle like work and are you gonna lose your job? You're trying to do homeschooling now. Like there's just a lot on your plate right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and we're not only in the airlines are we seeing this, but Disney has laid off people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so companies are are Hospitality, trying. Hospitality, hotels, yeah. the cruise industry said that they let go of a substantial amount of their staff today too. And they, although in California or I don't know if it's nationwide because cruises cruise everywhere, Mm -hmm. but they said that even though mid-November they got the okay that it was okay to now resume business, they're not planning on restarting the cruise industry until December 3rd. Dang. And And part of me is wondering, like, maybe you don't have the money to bring people back. Maybe you don't have the money to start advertising or marketing the fact that you're back in business. I mean, it's pretty scary. Well, I think the huge risk is, is that you you say, hey, we're going to open everything up. And because of the fear, because of the real fear that's out there Mm -hmm. uh, of spreading this and then being in in a, a cruise ship. The thought of that makes me sick, yeah, the, by the, the way. The thought of that and, and the recycling of air yeah, or whatever you got to do. I'm all sick of a, right now. <laughs> yeah. So I think if you're in that industry or if you are a, a business owner in that industry, I think you're very leery about what you do mm-hmm. because you almost have to say, I got to wait this thing completely out. Yep. Right. So. So the second topic of the second reason why it's a great time to start now is opportunity. There yeah. are so many people, 7.4 billion people on the planet People think 
all kinds of different ways, right? There's some people that do think it's a pandemic. Some people that are upset because their business has been closed. Some people are falling into a victim mentality. Some people are thriving. Some people are uh, bootlegging. You know, if you are a gym owner, we have quite a few friends that are in the fitness industry. Some of them have become really stuck, stagnant, and angry. And some of them have pivoted and started new careers, either in a different industry or they've gotten really creative on what their original take of their original business was. And now it's kind of morphed and revised, been revised to now accommodate the fact that you got to be underground or, (laughs) you know, open kind of, it's like a speakeasy gym if you're open or a speakeasy salon. And I'll just tell you, if I was a hairdresser, I would definitely be doing house calls safely. Right. And then people are going to say, well, yeah, but the health department, well, here's the thing. I wrote this article, this blog post last year, 18 success tips for small business owners. And one of those, I think it's number five, find a freaking workaround. (laughs) Like those are the people that are successful are the people that are not going to look at all the circumstances that are holding them back and, you know, hindering their ability to move forward. The people that are successful are the ones that during a time like this can be creative and they can optimize all of the opportunity that's available right now. Yeah. And can I just say, like, you mentioned something that I think is important that gets in people's way, like the hindrance of of finding a workaround right. is spending so much of your damn time on conspiracy theories on pandemic and, and all these different things yeah. where you are you could have done you four are, people's hair yeah, in the time that you've been literally disabling yourself you, you could are, have moved all of your gym equipment outside and put yeah. up a tent in the time that you spent upset with governor newsom or whatever your right. governor is for shutting you down I just feel like that's been instrumental in my success is finding a workaround. Yeah, and you just you can't sit there and waste your time of saying this has been done to us mm-hmm. and then you get into this place where you become the victim of this this situation. And one of the things that we talked about in other podcast episodes is we talked about pivoting, right? Mm-hmm. But in this episode we're talking about like now is the time to actually start something, mm-hmm. right? Because there are businesses, historic businesses that have grown from a recession, right? right? So you have like Apple back in 2001. And now I know Apple started in 1975 or mm-hmm. somewhere around that. But in 2001, that's when it really took off when it, when you start introducing mobile devices. Right. CNN in 1980, Microsoft in 1975. And these are businesses what? That these are businesses, started... these are businesses that started in a recession. Okay. Right. Disney started mm-hmm. in 1923. Mm-hmm. And so- when you think about all these different things that have started, like these entrepreneurs that started these businesses were no different than the people listening to the Push podcast. They had an idea, they out of necessity, and they saw the opportunity that right. was going to come out of it. Right. And, you know, I'll just say, because we have lots of followers and fans and listeners that do follow me and know me from the cake, the baking industry, I will just tell you from the beginning of time in 2009, when I went to start my business, so many people told me not to. It was a stupid idea because we were in the middle of a recession. And I really took a hard look and I said, mm, my business is recession proof. Mm-hmm. The, the celebration industry is recession proof. It doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have. It, it doesn't matter if you have a job or don't have a job. If your kid's celebrating a birthday, you are going to celebrate them. Right. It may not be on a grand scale, 
but you're going to find a way to put a candle in something. Well, we just went to a wedding and they had a cake. Right. I mean, it was a a very small wedding. Everyone was social distancing. You had to wear your mask. Uh, There was no touching. And (sighs) it was very traditional with different pandemic spins on it. Right. 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 So they said, okay, now the couple is going to be cutting their cake. And don't worry, we have cake for you to go. Right. That's already in the container. All this sliced. Yeah, it was amazing. And I thought that was really cool. So that company, which is a bakery, thought, hey, we're going to be offering cake slices in these cool containers and we're going to put a fork in there and I'd put a little label on there so I know where it came from, but you know, a little, maybe the couple's name, but think about how creative you could be just with that one thing, Right. right? I was talking to somebody about photography, their photography business, one of our friends who shot the wedding. And I was like, you know, now more than ever, it's October we're getting ready to go into the holidays, you need to pivot and start focusing on family photos for the holidays because you're not going to be able to, the holidays are going to look different this year. You might not be able to celebrate the holidays like you normally do with a huge family. You better send out some really nice cards. (laughs) And so I was like, can you book a session for me? Like I I basically gave you an idea and then also wanted to be your first customer. And so that's what we're talking about when we talk about necessity and opportunity. Now, the people that are not going to chase those opportunities like the one I just shared are also the people that don't really have to. The necessity is not there. So I think it's important for us to kind of talk about both. And maybe if you are in the baking industry or let's say you're a stay-at-home mom and you're listening and you want to do a business, you want to start something But the necessity is not quite there, meaning let's say your husband is kind of the breadwinner. You're not struggling financially. He's still got his job. There's not really a lot of necessity there, right? Right. And so if the necessity is missing, you'll probably miss the opportunities as well. So I want to break that down because I think I think I want to make sure I want to make sure people really get what you're saying when you're saying necessity. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is you have exhausted all your options mm-hmm. in the normal way that you made money, right? right? Whether it was your job or whatever it was, whatever yeah. hustle you, you had. You own a business. Right. It got shut down. Right. You are legally not now supposed to open. your back is against the wall. Right. I got to pay bills. Right. I, I still pay have bills. rent. I still have employees. I also still have to make sure that I can maintain my customer base. Right. And because the reality is, is if you don't do my hair, sis, someone else will. Right. Because you know, one of the things that people, I, I think we all don't want to get to, but it's a very, very valuable and very useful position. And that's desperation. Right. Right. When you are so desperate that, hey, I got to find a way. Mm-hmm. Like there's no option. You don't have time to complain because if you complain one more minute, you're going to be out in the street. You don't have time you know, to like, like come, up with, come up with different yeah. uh, you know, you conspiracy theories. You don't have time to be scared. You don't have time to complain. Desperation brings sometimes the best out of you if you allow that to come out. And that's what right. I mean when I say like I operate really well when my back's against the wall. Right. Sometimes it's that desperation. I call it necessity um, because I know that you always have a choice. But I think that I'm the type of person that always sees opportunity. When someone's complaining to me about why their business is closed, all I see is opportunity. Well, what if you did this? What if you did this? I will tell you, if I had a dollar for every single time someone shot down, oh, I can't teach that on Zoom because that's just not how I enjoy doing it. Uh, 
Well, this isn't about your enjoyment right now. This is about keeping your business thriving, right? Well, it's, yeah, it's one of those things where like things Again, are bad. Necessity. Things, things are bad. You're not doing well. You don't have revenue coming in. And then someone gives you an idea, but because it's not a comfortable way for you to do it, you right. resist it, right? And so really think about that. If you're listening right now and your back is against a wall and people have thrown out different things and the first thing you think about is how uncomfortable that's going to be for you mm-hmm. to try to do that. Uh, you're missing the point, right? right? You're also missing all the opportunities (laughs) and you're also not doing it because the necessity Opportunities don't come in a pretty package. They don't always feel good. They're like, oh, this is perfect. Here's your opportunity. It floats from the sky from like a little cloud Mm -hmm. that just, you know, drops it off. And then you get in and you're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. It feels (laughs) so good. Exactly how I want it. (laughs) At the same time, I wanted it. Everything's on my terms, right? (laughs) It's so funny because... There's a quote that I love. I don't know where she got it from, but Jamie Kern Lima, she's the founder of It Cosmetics. We heard her speak and she said she was sharing her story. A lot of it was tragic and up and down. And she said, always share from your scars and not your wounds. Yeah. And I thought that that was so good, right? And like right now, we've kind of alluded to the fact that our family's been going through some things. Well, I'm in the middle of wounds. And so I can't talk about the wounds right now. I got to wait till I get to the scars. But when I'm prepared and ready to talk about it, I think that it'll help so many people see that life's not supposed to be easy, right? So the point of what I'm trying to say right now is I was talking to my grandmother the other day about a couple of these problems. And she said, you know, honey, life is challenging. And I think your job is to figure out how to still find joy, how to still keep yourself busy, how to keep your mind from going crazy, or you're not going to enjoy your life. Right. And I thought, God, it's so simple. And maybe it's because my grandmother said it, but we know this, right? We know that life is short. We know that life is challenging and it's full of ups and downs. But can I just tell you guys, it's not supposed to be easy. It's not always supposed to feel good. It's not always supposed to be joyous. You're not supposed to live on some bubble planet where bad things never happen, it doesn't make you better, right? A smooth sea never made a great sailor, a skilled sailor. It's interesting you say that because it made me think about this question. And I want everyone to kind of ask themselves this, is what is your attitude towards challenges? And what I mean by that is, like Janelle just shared like her grandmother's attitude towards challenges. Mm-hmm. Like it's like an understanding attitude. Yeah. Some people I just understand that right. life is supposed to be challenging. Right. And some people find Fight that shit like yeah, crazy. They, they have a poor attitude to challenges. They they look at it as it's it's here to harm me. It's Things here are to always take happening me out. to me. Yeah. And what happens is is that not only do you approach big challenges that way, but you also ap- approach small little challenges the same exact way mm-hmm. where you waste your time of feeling defeated. You waste your time on all the excuses that, you, that you're that you coming up with and why you can't handle this challenge when really you just have a really poor attitude towards challenges. Like a, a challenge should be something that if you can get to this place that it should activate you, it mm-hmm. should excite you to a certain extent. Not that it's going to be all roses and, and petals, but what it's going to do is it's going to make you show up for yourself and show yourself something that you could do. So we watched this really cool movie the other night, and it was The Secret movie. Oh, yeah. And it's called Dare to Dream. It's got Katie Holmes, and I don't know this other guy, something Was Lucas. Katie Holmes in Dawson's Creek? I have no clue. I never watched Dawson's Creek, not one episode in my whole entire life. That's a lie. Okay, uh, moving on. 
I don't know Everybody what. Everybody watched Dawson's Creek. No, they didn't actually, <laughs> but I can tell you're obviously a big fan. <laughs> Anyways, back to the secret. It was about like Katie Holmes had this really shitty, poor attitude, she right? Fucked up attitude. <laughs> it was like so bad. Like she was watching the news and they were talking about this hurricane potentially missing their city, right? So people were like boarding up their houses just to be precautious. And she was like, uh, they said on the news, well, it's looking like it's going to make a right turn and completely avoid our city. And she goes, yeah, right. It's going to come straight for us. Yeah. And like, it's going to hit us smack dab in the middle or something. And guess what? It did. I'm like, lady, you, you manifested you your that, evil right? magic to or, <laughs> And so, that on um, yourself. you know, that kind of goes back to what you were saying about like, how do you look at challenges? Do you look at unfavorable circumstances like, oh, yeah, well, the worst is going to happen. That's a shitty ass pessimistic attitude. <laughs> and guess what? The shitty stuff is going to happen. It's going to find you. It's going to hunt you down and it's going to prove you right. That's the law of attraction. Right. And one of the things I loved about that movie is that he was he the guy who was kind of there to introduce this attitude to Katie Holmes' character. Mm -hmm. He did a really great analogy when he was he pulled off the magnet off of the uh, refrigerator and he said that life is like this magnet, mm -hmm. right? Like whatever you put out, you attract. Mm -hmm. Whatever energy you put out, you bring it towards you. And some people are listening to this and they're going, that's a lot of woo-woo. But think about it. Like it's one of those things where, one, you can't put expectation on when it happens. But the reality is, is when you look towards things with the right attitude, when you when you put things into the into the universe and you said, this is what I want, this is what I want to accomplish, the universe will conspire to help you. Mm -hmm. uh, as long as you don't get in, in, in its way by with bad juju and bringing on mm -hmm. that bad energy. But think about, for those listening, think about the people in your life and how if, if those that are negative, how often do negative things happen to them? Mm, right? A lot. A lot, mm -hmm. right? And people that you, saw, you find that are really positive, you go, wow, it seems like everything works out mm -hmm. for you. <laughs> so here's a simple example. Like my mom thinks that there are no good people on the earth. She's just like, people don't have manners anymore. People don't understand basic math. People don't, you know, hold the door for you. And I'm like, ah, that's not true. I yeah. just, I rebuke it, right? Yeah. Why? Because I interact with people all day long and I feel like, because I give out really good energy, people hold the door for me. Yeah. Because I give out really good energy and I sincerely ask how your day is going, people share their lives with me, right? right. We just had a a guy come right now from Costco's um, family glass company. And I started talking to him in the front yard. He came to do a quote for our showers, the second shower that he's going to do for us now. I started asking him about, I don't know, life. He opens up and tells this whole story about how before the age of 32, he had two heart attacks and used yeah. to be a bodybuilder. And I'm like, I, right before we hit record, I go, we need to do an episode on the fact that every single person has a story. Right. And I have to bake that out. But the point is, is like, because I take the time to ask people about their lives or to get to know their business or just to show that I care, I find that I attract really amazing people. Right. Period. And, and, yeah. And you put that energy out there of being welcoming and, and mm -hmm. really being interested in, and curious about people's lives. People open up to me all the time. Yeah, they do. And they tell you all the kind of crazy things that you, you normally don't tell people on the streets. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think what we're saying in this episode when it comes to like now is the time and it's really looking at this moment in, in, in history that is can be the birthplace of something new. Like through every crisis, there's something that comes out of it 
that's extremely useful for society, that benefits others, and, and more millionaires are built because of recessions than any other time. Yep. Rarely do you say, hey, things are really going great and I'm going to start something now because here's a couple things. No necessity. There's no necessity, right? right? And this, so there's no eagerness, there's no hunger that's building up because you're starving mm-hmm. because things haven't been going the way you've been wanting them to go. And then the opportunity. So when you think about when times are tough, so think about this. When you started the business, what opportunities were there that probably wouldn't have been there if things were going great? When I started the business, what opportunities were there? Like when it's when it comes to like the doors will open wide open. So well, there was you, an opportunity in real estate. I'll just right? tell you that there were so many vacant buildings, vacant businesses, abandoned. You know, we moved into an abandoned pizza place. Right. They literally left all their equipment. They just had to fold and they walked away from it. So mm-hmm. right now, that was my opportunity. If you're driving around listening to this, look outside. There are lots <laughs> of for lease signs, right? Right. If you ever wanted to get into fitness, you could be thinking like, oh, all the gyms are closed. You know what? Yeah, that sucks for 24-hour fitness, for Gold's Gym. Sucks for them. But guess what? I still want to work out. I need a personal trainer. I need somebody online to show me safely how to work out from home. We have follow the Lita, right? Right. That's an Instagram account for you to go look. Our girl, Lita Lewis, she's killing it right now with online home workouts. My kids do her workouts every day. Yeah, and people are are open to the fact of taking their workouts Mm -hmm. and streaming them now more than ever because- there's no other options. Right. Right. <laughs> so here's a fun fact for you, for you to know that right now is the perfect time to start. If you don't listen, other people are. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to open the doors to our eight-week masterclass that teaches you how to not only build a business, build a brand, but how to sell your stuff, how right. to market it, how to get it out there, and how to create profitability within your business. It's called Passion to Profit. And doors to that are going to open the last week of October. So you have a couple more weeks. But here's the thing. 500,000, that's a half a million applications for small businesses have been filed with the Small Business Administration since March. So March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. In the last seven months... That's a half a million people that have started businesses. Yes, there are businesses that are closing. Yes, there are people who are losing their jobs. Yes, there is a lot of tragedy. Yes, there is a crisis. There's still a lot of freaking opportunity. Yeah, and the the crazy thing about this is that those 500,000 people, many of those people have lost their jobs. Many of those people were laid off or on furlough. And we're thinking about starting their business for a very, very, very long time. And because of the comfort of their job, because of the comfort of having benefits, for the comfort of all the things that ha- that you build up when things are going well, these individuals said, this is the time now, right? Right. There's nothing, there's no diamond encrusted handcuffs that are keeping me, you know, from doing this for my my corporate job. So they're jumping out into the entrepreneur space and they're they're just going for it. And right. I think one of the things that's really cool about Passion of Profit is that people that have been thinking about starting their business, mm-hmm. have been dreaming about it, and just they don't know what to do. They don't know what how to create a structure. They don't know how to market. They don't know how to brand. And quite frankly, they don't know how to put it all together mm-hmm. and operate a business successfully. Right. And so that's where we stepped in and created that. Um, right. Here's off, another option. fun fact for you. The Small Business Administration said that there has been 153 
million dollars that's been awarded to small business owners in the past few months. Mm. I would like some of that <laughs> if I was looking to start a business, right? Yeah. And also Square, you know, the payment processing system said that they have done, they've processed more than $1 billion in sales for startup businesses in the last few months. Wow. A billion dollars. That's huge. That's a lot of money. I want some of that, right? (laughs) So I guess, friends, what we're trying to say is necessity, opportunity. It's there right now. It's ample. It's abundant. And you've just got to ask yourself, like, maybe you're not taking the leap. Maybe you're not chasing that dream because maybe it's the wrong dream. Maybe it's not the right time. But when will be the right time? Maybe when you lose your job, if you get furloughed, I don't wish that on you. But secretly, if you're sitting on a really great idea and you're just like dragging your feet with it because you're in a comfortable situation, maybe financially, maybe you're just too afraid to take the leap, something's going to happen. Yeah. That's going to force you to do it. And then instead of something that you're pulled towards, you'll be pushed towards it. Mm. Then it'll be a desperation type of plea. Yeah. And, you know, some of some people are listening to this and they're like, I, I don't have aspirations to start a business. But I will tell you, you probably work for a company right now that is maybe not doing as well as they normally are. Um, maybe they have let go of some of your friends and colleagues that you've worked with. This is an opportunity for you to take on more. Yep. This is an opportunity to make yourself even more valuable. And some people may be looking at this, and we talked about this last week of like, oh, this is not my job. I don't want to do that. I, I want to do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you get let go, yep. right? Because you become a person that's expendable. It's the person that's doing the extra. It's the person that's putting forth the 110% where everyone else is stopping at 80%. Mm-hmm. And with that, you make yourself, you learn so much more about the business and the company that you work for, but you also, you stretch yourself and you challenge yourself so that you become more valuable, but also you you get to experience what it feels like to step into some excellence. Yeah. So if you are one of those people that are listening to this, like, hey, this is cool, you know, but I don't want to start a business. That's great. Go back, listen to episode number 56, because uh, that episode is specifically about how to negotiate your value and yeah. realizing what your value is. So anyways, I hope that this episode served you. I think that over the next few weeks, we'll be doing a lot to share some tips and strategies for how to start a profitable business, how to market it, how to sell your stuff, and how to get yourself out there. You know, it is, I hate to say, but it's a popularity contest. You could have the most amazing photography. You could make the most amazing calligraphy signs. You could be the best personal trainer on the planet, but if nobody knows you, it doesn't matter. Right. So we're going to spend a lot of time on marketing. We're going to spend a lot of time on branding. And really, we're going to spend a lot of time on developing you yourself as an entrepreneur. The guy we were talking about or talking to today, getting to know, he said, I had a heart attack because I wasn't properly managing my health, my private life, my personal life, going out. I wasn't properly eating and fueling myself. I was living off of energy drinks. Like We know that we shouldn't do that. But sometimes you need either a coach or a community to say, hey, like, let's be better together. Right. Or you need to have a heart attack and God needs to teach <laughs> well, you a you lesson change, yeah, you in this. order for you to change the way that you're currently showing up and operating. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you get into this place where you start chasing an image of yourself that you've kind of created in your mind. 
and it's more damaging the chase of that and than anything else. And right. so you end up hurting your life instead of trying to achieve something that you think is great or perfection. Yep. So if this episode inspired you and you are like, hey, I'm ready to take some uh, next steps and I, I feel you on the necessity, I feel you on the opportunity, how do I get started? You can visit JanelleCopeland.com, sign up for the wait list for Passion of Profit. And uh, let's do this thing together. Yeah. And if you are not an entrepreneur and you're like, I still want to be pushed, I have a career, uh, you can also join the Pusher Society where we we tackle a lot of these you know personal development things to help you improve your career, maybe even spark you to, to become an entrepreneur. Whatever you your aspirations in life, you can get that from the Pusher Society. Right. You can also join the Pusher Society by going to JanelleCopeland.com. So that's it. Thank you, Eddie, for joining me outside. I think I'm all bit up. Hopefully what? Kayla is done uh, recording her little bites. thing. I'm yeah, they don't like you. They like me. Oh, there you go. Anyways, have a good one, you guys. Push through. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review. You leave your handle and until next time push through